Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat, a show where I interview business executives, talent development professionals, and thought leaders to find out what has been successful and challenging in the world of talent development. My objective is to share ideas, valuable lessons, tools, advice, and trends. My hope is that all of this will ultimately help you, the listener, expand your knowledge, grow your career, and accelerate your success as a talent development professional. Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Andy Storch. Welcome to another solo episode of the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am attempting to record this live on LinkedIn, and it's the first time that I have done this, the first time I've tried to go live on LinkedIn. So I don't know how well it's working. I can't see comments or if I'm showing up live on there, but I'm going to go ahead with the message that I want to deliver today. And uh, hopefully it will resonate with some people. And I want to talk about the topic of self-awareness. So uh, if you listen to me or you follow me, you know that I interview a lot of people in talent development. I meet with a lot of leaders, uh, business leaders, clients uh, across different companies. And I also listen to a lot of content, read a lot of books on leadership and business and things like that. And the topic of self-awareness seems to be coming up more and more as something that's really important for leaders in today's workplace. And um, I've been thinking a lot about this topic and asking people about it. In fact, uh, I was uh, hosting or moderating an executive panel for a company about three or four weeks ago up in New York. And uh, one of the leaders on the panel, one of the four executives brought up this idea of self-awareness and I asked him for his advice for the group on uh, creating more self-awareness. I also, uh, I follow a man named Gary Vaynerchuk, who some of you may know is big on uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, you name it, um, especially in the entrepreneurial world. He talks a lot about empathy and self-awareness. And I had the pleasure of interviewing his uh, chief heart officer of VaynerMedia, Claude Silver, at her office in New York a couple weeks ago. And we talked about this as well. And uh, VaynerMedia, they're known for uh, really infusing a lot of empathy in everything they do. Uh, and... Uh, we talked about leadership and self-awareness and how empathy often starts with self-awareness and understanding yourself before you understand others. And that interview has not yet been published. I can't wait to get it out there because it is a fantastic one. Uh, so let me just, uh, as I've been talking to lots of people, I started to write down my thoughts on self-awareness. I've put the question out on social media before and asked people what they thought about it. And uh, here are the four things that I wrote down for how to become more self-aware. And I'm not going to get into a lot of details. I want to keep this one pretty short. Um, but 
these are things you can use for yourself as well as for the leaders you work with. And some of them will be obvious to you, uh, but hopefully it will serve as a great reminder. So four ways to become more self-aware. Uh, number one is using assessment tools like uh, the DISC or Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram, which has been very popular recently. I've done a couple interviews on that, one that's already out with Teresa McCloy, another one that I'm publishing soon. Um, the Hogan assessment is uh, quite popular as well. Uh, I use uh, a company called Chally that does assessments for companies, especially in sales. Um, I used to work for BTS and they're still a partner of ours. They have a robust assessment practice and do tons of assessments for people um, and define what great looks like within companies. And I still do that type of work. There are a lot of different types of assessments you can take. I had Dr. Richard Schuster on the podcast a, a while back and he has a new assessment uh, that is really cool that helps you understand yourselves and the leaders that you work with better. And so I think uh, the first tool, the first thing you can do is take some assessments. I've taken a number of these and I've learned a lot about myself and I don't put too much stock in any one of them because I think they're all tools. I think they can inform you of things. For instance, the Enneagram helped me get a better understanding of why I have such a unique outlook on life that's different from that of my wife or my friends or other people that I work with um, being a number seven. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, I'm a, I'm a big seven, which means I want to get the most out of life. So it's helped me understand myself better. Um, but I don't like putting people in a box and saying, well, because I'm a seven, I do this this way or that way. It's just a tool to understand some of your strengths, some of your weaknesses, uh, Strength Finder is another one. We've done a couple interviews with people on the on the podcast over the last year and a half uh, about Strength Finders and how it's so important to understand your strengths and we're and and focus more on those than understanding your weaknesses. And I think it's so important. I think a lot of people don't even understand their strengths uh, or their native genius. If you've read Multipliers by Liz Weissman, um, which by the way I run a full day business simulation called Multipliers based on the book by Liz, and we do an exercise. Um, to help people discover their native genius and uh, send them home with a with a experiment that they can do with their team to help the team discover their native genius. And I think that's a really great activity because a lot of time people don't know what their strengths are until they hear from other people. And uh, that goes to my second tip for raising self-awareness or improving your self-awareness. And that's getting feedback from your boss, from your colleagues, uh, from your team, from your friends, even from your spouse. And this one is another one that's, that's kind of obvious, but it's hard to do. And when I put the question out on Facebook the other day to my friends, uh, how do you uh, improve your self-awareness? This was the top comment that came back was get seek feedback from others. And it could be from colleagues after you do certain things. It could be from your boss on a regular basis. Um, as I mentioned, it could be from a friend or from a spouse. Hey, how am I showing up? Uh, could you give me some feedback on, on your perception of me? And am I doing well and supporting you, whatever it may be? And you might learn some things. It's scary because you might learn that you're doing some things not very well, right? That you have some weaknesses uh, or some blind spots, but you also may learn about some strengths that you're not aware of, um, that your friends see that are very obvious to them and not obvious to you. Because one thing that I've learned over time, working, running a business, talking to lots of people is that we often take our strengths for, for granted. We often think that if I'm good at this, if I'm good at uh, you know asking questions, recording a podcast, getting on video, talking, whatever it may be, other people can probably do this no problem. Not a big deal, right? So this is really not that special. But what we learn when we ask these questions is that our friends tell us, 
or our colleagues tell us that, no, you are really good at this. I could never do what you're doing. You're really good at digging into the details. You're really good at getting things done. You're really good at handling pressure. You're really fun and funny to work with. Um, you're a really great storyteller. I've heard that one as well. And uh, so it's really great to get that feedback. So along with the assessment tool, um, seek feedback from colleagues, from your manager, from friends, even your spouse. And that's a great way to raise self-awareness. The third tip is uh, attend seminars, workshops, conferences. I go to a lot of these and uh, I've attended sessions. I've gone through workshop seminars where uh, you really focus on yourself and understanding your strengths and weaknesses, especially your limiting beliefs, things that are holding you back. Um, and this can really be helpful. Another one here uh, that could go along with this is you can read some personal development books that can help you with this type of stuff. You can hire a coach or join a mastermind group. Uh, so I have a, a coach and a mastermind group. I also do coaching and uh, I started with a new client yesterday and I see myself as being there to help point out her strengths and things that might be holding her back um, because she may or may not be aware of those things, right? And that's where I get to come in and provide value for her. And I love doing that for other people. Um, I've gone through a couple of workshops recently. I completed a uh, two-part program. It's actually a three-part program. I completed the first two parts of a program called Ascension Leadership Academy, where I spent two weekends in San Diego that was highly focused on understanding how you show up in the world and really taking advantage of your best strengths and eliminating those limiting beliefs that are holding you back. And that program helped me uh, improve my self-awareness greatly and really inspired me to show up more authentically, which has always been my goal, um, to be my complete authentic self. And when I am very confident in who I am and how authentic, you know, being authentic, then I don't worry as much about what people think about me. I'm more self-aware of who I am and how I'm showing up. And I don't get nervous about doing something like this, recording a podcast live on LinkedIn when I have no idea who's watching, if it's even working. Um, but hopefully this is going to at least record so I can publish it, right? But when you're, when you're authentic and you trust yourself and those around you, uh, then you don't worry about it as much. So going through those programs, I've also gone through um, Unleash the Power Within, which is a four-day program by Tony Robbins. I did that one a couple of years ago with my wife, and uh, there was some great stuff in there about understanding your limiting beliefs and turning them into empowering beliefs. And that helped raise my self-awareness as well. The fourth and final tip I will give on improving your self-awareness is all about mindfulness and meditation as well. So I have been practicing meditation regularly for the last three and a half, almost four years. And in fact, I'm on a meditation streak right now. I use the Calm app. There's a lot of different maps apps out there you can use. And I have meditated for 931 days in a row. Now, I kind of bragging about that, but I love the consistency. It keeps me going. I need something like that. I also love getting that bit of mindfulness every day. And the Calm app also gives you a lesson with every 10-minute daily meditation. And so I learn a lot from those lessons. Um, calming my mind helps me you know, slow down, become more um, mindful and connect with myself. And those lessons and that practice of meditating, of breathing, of slowing down, uh, helps me slow down to be more mindful in the rest of my day, rest of my life. And what I've noticed, the big thing, you know, first of all, I'm more calm, I'm less triggered, uh, especially with two young kids, you know, there's always plenty of things to, to trigger you and set you off. Um, but one of the big things that I've noticed as a result of this regular meditation practice is that I'm very 
mindful and self-aware of both how I show up in the world and how others are showing up around me. So I notice things that people do that I think like, oh, wow, I used to do things like that, but I don't do that anymore. Or I notice how I show up. I notice how I say things and how people react. And I often think to myself, oh, that was not a good thing to say, or that didn't go very well. I need to do this better next time. Or I'm catching myself doing or thinking certain things. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, um, reminding myself of my intention of how I want to show up. And I'm always learning lessons from that and saying, okay, I'm going to show up differently next time. So that regular practice of meditation, of breathing, of mindfulness uh, has allowed me to become more self-aware of how I'm showing up in the world and how others might perceive me. And then of course, getting the feedback, um, doing the assessment tools and uh, maybe going to programs, things learning along the way um, can help you as well. So those are my four tips on uh, improving your self-awareness. I'd love to hear from you because I'm sure there are a lot of other things that you can do. There are things that maybe you have done or done with your leaders. Um, so I'd love to hear from you. Uh, comment if this does show up on LinkedIn or send me an email, astorch at advantageperformance.com. And uh, I want to hear what those other things are. So my four, again, were uh, use assessment tools like the Enneagram or DISC, uh, get feedback from your colleagues, boss, spouse, friends. Um, number three, attend seminars, workshops, conferences, hire a coach, uh, and number four, meditation and mindfulness. So I hope these have been helpful for you. Um, I don't know if anyone's been watching, but I will at least publish this on the podcast and I'd love to hear from you and I hope you have an awesome week. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you got value out of this show, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with your colleagues and friends. We want to spread the word and add as much value to the talent development community as possible, and we need your help. As always, you can find more information and connect with me at talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Take care.